1: Good morning, witches. It is September 11th, 2023. It is Monday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by the Crone's Clearing. What an incredible name. Uh, Let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, "'It was when I stopped searching for home within others and lifted the foundations of home within myself,' I found there were no roots more intimate than those between a mind and body that have decided to be whole by Rupi Carr. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking one of my hidden gem favorites, Ritual Fire. Ritual Fire is just a tea. You love it or hate it. It is truly unique. So Crisp autumn nights call for warmth and comfort, and little can better provide that than ritual fire. Behold this bonfire blend. Honeybush, hazelnut, cacao nibs relax and ground you while spice and blend of aniseed, cinnamon, clove, and orange peel offer comfort and zest. Apple and rose add soft sweetness while lapsing in red peppercorn offer smoke and flickering spark of heat. Perfect blend for fireside enjoyment or downtime dreaming, by I 100% think if you like smokiness or like mezcal you will love this tea it is such a little hidden gem and you know sip of spells arsenal so this tea has no caffeine it uses honeybush which we know uh, we've talked about it has no caffeine i think it's great for the dark half of the year because of that smokiness uh so yeah so let's talk a little bit about honeybush since i just assumed you knew everything about it just then and there but we're going to talk about it from like a health perspective. So it may have some anti-diabetic properties. It may improve bone health, may have cancer fighting properties, may boost skin health, and it may also have anti-obesity potential, relief of menopausal symptoms, immune system support, and alleviated respiratory symptoms. So it's great. We, we, we've talked about it a little bit more in depth in the past, like its origins and why it's important to the regions it's from and all of that. So I figured today we could skip that. So we have a headline today, and it comes to us from Lexington, Virginia. It came out about 10 days ago. Freedom of religion unless you're a witch. Rockbridge Regional Gel sued for access to Wiccan Bible. So this was written by Sam Orlando. The land of the free and home of the brave, where everyone is entitled to freedom of religion, unless apparently you're behind bars at Rockridge Regional Jail in Lexington, Virginia, according to a lawsuit filed on Monday in federal court. Michael T. Mahler, an inmate, filed a federal lawsuit today under the Civil Rights Act, claiming that his request for Wiccan Bible was denied, thus violating his First Amendment rights. Mahler, who clearly still holds quaint... Notions like freedom of religion has accused Chad Hamilton, an administrator at the jail, of blocking his concert- the constitutional right to practice his faith. Filed in the U.S. state's uh, district court for Western District of Virginia, the lawsuit outlines an alleged uh, series of events that unfolded after Mahler requested a Wiccan Bible. According to Mahler, he was initially told that Hamilton had approved the order, but in a plot twist, uh, he later learned the book was suddenly unavailable. It's always uplifting to see authorities doubling as constitutional scholars interpreting the First Amendment with such nuance. Uh, so basically, Mahler is asking the court for $10 million in damages. The lawyers and court watchers will probably keep an eye on this case because, yeah, I imagine its, its outcome could... Kind of set some really strange precedent, but it's interesting. I have sent magazines, which way magazines, to prisons, but I'm going to be honest from my perspective, I never actually know if they make it. You know, just because I send them at the request of, you know, an inmate doesn't mean they get them. And I've sent like 50, I've sent quite a few. Um, Yeah, I wish I knew if it actually ever made it, but I don't. All right, witches, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more.
2: Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, September 11th. The waning crescent moon commands the stage in Leo today. Here, the moon conjuncts Venus and squares Jupiter. Venus is still slow rolling out of the retrograde shadow, as Jupiter is sliding backwards into its own retrograde. Things are developing in the right way, but slowly and with a lot of resistance. This combo asks you to keep the faith, but to also keep pushing. Retrograde Jupiter takes much longer to bring rewards, and the square to Venus means that it isn't going to come without a little elbow grease. So keep on trucking. Your daily moon mantra is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny.
1: Which is check out the Crones Clearings Broom Closet Nature Camp for Samhain 2023. Four full days and five nights of wandering in the woods, playing in the river, building the big fires, and staring up at the universe and the mountains of North Carolina. Limited to a max of eight people, you can unwind, unplug, and relax on five private acres of river, streams, and forest. This includes your own private powered platform tent, cot, heated bathhouse, and amenities that make camping into a glamping experience. Making your own schedule, you can play with clay, sand, beads, woods, and more from the full-stocked craft area. Do your own thing for a few days, unwind, unplug, and reconnect to the earth. No kids, this is an adult-only zone, 21 and up, 45 miles northeast of Asheville, North Carolina, just north of the Pisgah National Forest. So check it out at the slash naturecamp.html. All right. So we have a question from one of our listeners. This was already in my spreadsheet. So I feel like I've already read it, but I don't remember. So we shall see. Hello, hello, Tanya. Let's jump in. I'm an avid seeker of information and personal growth. I'm fortunate enough to have therapy as an available tool to me, and I use the hell out of it. I've been going through several life transitions this year, healing from traumas, changing career and learning paths, reaffirming my identity, all while disconnecting from toxic family relationships and personal friendships. That is where everyone of all ages are doing these days, right? Maybe it's an accumulation of hyperfixation but I'm living for it. The growing pains are real, but so is the healing. This fuels me to continue making these sometimes uncomfortable changes in my actions and life's directions. Clearly, my spiritual self has been greatly affected by these evolvements, and I want to harbor all the growth I can. It takes a lot of energy when you're actively working to grow as a person and as a soul. Sometimes I'll find myself in states of information overload and then withdraw. Almost like I can't learn or heal enough to uh, fulfill some sort of craving, for lack of a better word. I want to ensure I'm doing enough to create and maintain my desired reality. In truth, I know I'm doing more than enough. I think I'm lacking a little balance with all the moving parts of my life. What's your take? Any advice on ba- balancing spiritual and personal growth? Lauren. Um, I love trying to balance spiritual and personal growth, you can ask some of my friends, Or are like, you're always just trying to strive for a better life, whether it's personally or my surroundings or whatever. And sometimes that's difficult. It's painful. And sometimes it requires you having to cut ties with certain people who maybe haven't proved to be the most healthy or the most healthy or the most beneficial to your life. And that's scary, right? Because when you make those decisions, before you do it, it can feel like the biggest, scariest thing in the world. You feel like you're going to free fall into a void, into nothing, and you're going to be left all alone. And actually, I do feel like I've already read this. I already read this. I'm pretty confident. But I read it at a time when I was really, really deep, deep, deep in the pain of my own struggles and difficult things. So, what I'm going to say is I'm a little bit more out of it now. I'm out of the pain. I'm out of the struggle. Uh, the first time I read this, I was deep, deep, deep in that pain. Deep in the pain. I re- I was struggling to see past it. Uh, but I have had changes now, right? It's been about a little bit, a few months since I was in that really difficult place. But I'm going to share with you one of the biggest lessons I've learned. The biggest, biggest, biggest lessons I've learned since the last time I read this question. When you make space in your life for better things, better things fill that space. And that has proven to me in the past few months over and over and over and over again. I was afraid to make the space for fear I'd have nothing, that that space would remain empty and blank and void. And part of me was willing to be in a situation where I was unhappy, miserable, uncomfortable. And I've even had people tell me, they're like, yeah, you just always felt blocked off. And I'm now realizing it's because you were just greatly uncomfortable in that space. And these same people tell me, oh, but gosh, but now it's like, I finally get to see you. I finally get to be in your life in a real way whereas before that wasn't really an option for people. And yeah, uh and I genuinely believe that when you make the space no matter how scary it is, the things you want will fill it. Those people, those things, those realities show up because you made room for them. But they can't come when you haven't made the room, right? And I have lived that reality truly in the past few months uh i mean friends who i like had secretly always wanted to be best friends with are now like just entering my life they're like hey let's go do this together hey you want to do this hey let's go do this one thing we've always been talking about for years to do and part of me is like w- where have you been but it, it again it, i realized i wasn't making the space for those people you know So, Lauren, I feel like I'm hijacking your question yet again. You say the growing pains are real, but so is the healing. Oof, yes. High, high, lows, lows, let me tell you. This fuels me to continue making these sometimes uncomfortable changes in my actions and life's direction. Clearly, my spiritual self has been greatly affected by these involvements. Also, or evolvements, something I've noticed too is... Sometimes, when you're in those not great relationships or bad environments, you kind of turn a little bit into someone you don't want to be to survive in them, right? I found myself like I'm someone when I complain about people, I actually feel icky. My body feels icky. My soul feels icky. It doesn't feel good. And I found myself when I was in different situations, different environments around different people. That I felt like to exist with those people or, in the, or those environments, I had to complain a lot. And I would always feel gross and I would verbalize it. I was like, this makes me feel gross that I'm saying this or that I feel gross that I'm complaining about this and it's really not this person's fault. Or I feel gross that I'm ranting Um. while, yes, this person hurt my feelings. I don't like talking negatively about them. And I would say, this makes me feel gross. I don't feel good. I don't like this. Um, however, it kind of felt like that was who I had to be to survive in those environments. And so that's something I'm now having to unlearn. Now that I'm out of that environment, I'm out of those relationships, I'm out of those circumstances, I have to unlearn that behavior. And that's really difficult. And it doesn't feel good. Because But now when... It's not just I don't feel good, but now there's a lot more guilt attached to it. So I'll say, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have complained about that person. Well, yes, what they did is true. And yes, it might have hurt my feelings. And yes, it may may have made me feel bad. Complaining makes me feel gross. Or not complaining, venting or makes me feel gross. Uh, So I'm having to unlearn that. I don't want to be a person who complains all the time. I just don't. It it doesn't feel good to my soul, but I am having to unlearn those behaviors that I was using to exist in this other space around other people. Lauren says, it takes a lot of energy when you're actively working to grow as a person. It does. It takes so much. It does. And as a soul. It really does. Lauren, write in more. I just, I, I love everything you're saying to me right now. Um, you, what, you, what you're what you writing is very thoughtful and thought-provoking, and I really appreciate it. And I agree. It does take a lot of energy when you're actively working to grow as a person. And you'll notice because people who aren't doing that don't like to be challenged in that way. And uh, they'll typically just remove themselves from your life. Sometimes I'll find myself in states of information overload and then withdraw, almost like I can't learn or heal enough to fulfill the sort of craving, for lack of a better word. I want to ensure I'm doing enough to create and maintain a desired reality. In truth, I know I'm doing more than enough. I think I'm lacking a little balance with the moving parts of my life. What's your take? Any advice on balancing spiritual and personal growth? Lauren, it sounds like you're doing everything I'm doing. And are we both doing it perfectly? Probably not. Are we both trying really, really hard? Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. Two people actually said this to me within the same day. You might not see how well you're doing. You might not see how far you've grown because you still are in the depths of healing and pain. Um, two people said to me, one friend said, hey, I just, I he, you know, he told me, I haven't had the opportunity to say this to you but I just want you to know I'm really proud of how you're doing. And that meant a lot. And then later I was talking to a friend and she just said, I hope you see how, how well you're thriving. And I said to her, it means a lot that you say that because I still feel like I'm drowning. You know? So, um, You may feel like you're drowning and you may feel like you're unbalanced, but from everything you're saying, it sounds like you're rocking it, babe. You're doing it. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of what you're doing because it's hard. It's hard to want to be better. It's hard to want to grow. It's hard to want to evolve when it feels like you might be leaving people behind but you don't want to become somebody that you're unproud of to exist in that space, you know? Anyways, Lauren, I know I've already read this. I'm pretty confident. But it's kismet, isn't it, that I found it again and I was like, I need I was like, did I ever Read this? I think I did, but I was so wrapped up in my own feelings at the time. I just didn't quite remember. So I'm actually happy that I have revisited this so that I can share with you a little amount of growth I've had between the first time I read this and the second time I read this. So, Lauren, I just want to thank you for writing in. What a beautiful question! How very thought provoking, how very vulnerable and true and raw and emotional but beauty emotion is beautiful emotion is absolutely beautiful Um, I went from a space where well I was talking to a friend last night we went to dinner and she said something really wonderful and she said I love to look at different cultures and discover what they find poetic and I responded and I was like I agree, except she's a poet. I'm not. So I said, yes, I'd like to discover what they find beautiful because that was my version of poetic. And just talking about the things different places and people find beautiful is wonderful and emotional and incredible. So I just want to thank you, Lauren, for writing in and sharing such uh, beauty with us. That was wonderful. Thank you. All right, witches. Have I rambled enough? Are you sick of my personal BS? (laughs) Uh, But I like sharing with you guys. I like sharing that, like, the journey of witchcraft and spiritual development and evolvement is not perfect or exact or always wonderful, but it is. You know, it just is. And I think that's incredible. All right, witches. I'm going to pull a card. Ooh, look, our card today is Strength from the Witch Day. No, the Dark Magic Oracle. Let's see. When strength appears, it's a time for you to celebrate and nurture your diverse talents, not to settle into niche or routine. Consider and explore multiple things that excite and light a fire inside of you. Strength also reminds you that life's journey is one of progress, not perfection. If you give up the notion of everything having to be perfect, suddenly everything is. Be confident that the many things you are drawn to all have lessons and usefulness for you at this time. And daily practice. Black tourmaline for focus and deflecting the distracting judgment of others. Smoky quartz for motivation and strengthening your determination and willpower. And wear citrine for energy. Wear all three. Another practice, every morning look at yourself in the mirror and say, I give myself permission to explore without perfection. Activities and thoughts aligned with self-expression. Beautiful. I love it, Fiona. She did such a good job. All right, witches, I'm going to give some shout-outs. First, we have Molly Higgins. Molly, you poetic, glorious fae queen. Rebecca, you earthy, sophisticated werewolf. Kim Dunn, you beautiful, scrumptious kitten. And Shannon Howell-Barnes, you dapper, cunning sun goddess. Thank you for so much being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. Quick housekeeping, uh, we do have a book club pick announced over on our Patreon. So go check that out. If you're on our Patreon and you want to participate in the October book club, we have a book. Start reading it. Even though this book club is meant to be like a little laxidaze, so um, feel free to read what you can, knowing that you still have October to read because we'll 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 have meetings in October but slowly so that you can still kind of catch on. And I also try to create meetings and activities that encourage you to explore the book for the meeting so that even if you don't read the book, you still have like pages to go look at and exercises to try to participate. So I really wanted this to be a low pressure book club. Uh, so check it out. All right, witches. Um, oh, I have an announcement. I completely forgot. Everyone probably tuned out, but um which way hit 100 issues 100 months it has been a journey it has been a lot of ups a lot of downs uh but i will say and i truly believe this with all of my heart if this all ended tomorrow if the podcast ended tomorrow if the magazine ended tomorrow if the books if my life uh, or the life i live currently this beautiful this beautiful journey i've been on if it all ends tomorrow, I will have feel or I would have felt that I have lived a truly beautiful and extraordinary life. And I'm really grateful. <laughs> I'm really grateful that I've lived a life that I consider satisfied with and fulfilled by. And I was again talking to a friend last night at dinner and I said, you know, I see a lot of spells and affirmation. And journaling for gratitude. And I don't know if you can really get to gratitude through those acts. Sometimes I think you just have it or you don't. Um, and again, I don't know if that's true. These are just thoughts I'm having. I'm just processing thoughts. And I said, to be satisfied with life. To be satisfied with your pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. To be satisfied that you get to do a podcast, even if it's not the most popular podcast, but you connect with people and you feel connected and it's beautiful. And I just feel very satisfied and grateful. And I think that is true gratitude. And I I, I wish with all of my heart that everyone in the world could see what beauty their lives are and feel fulfilled and satisfied and even if it's just because you get to sit on a porch and feel like the morning breeze or you get to go to, you get to teach something you're passionate about. Whatever it is, I just want us all to feel good about those things, you know? Anyways, this is a very emotional episode. I didn't expect any of this, so
0: <laughs> I'm going to leave and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Okay, bye. Which is We hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath.